well 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 wishing everyone a very happy new year a happy 2023 happy stats happy beginnings happy new ventures happy new plans happy new days and happy new blessings to begin with today's episode 136 after talking about endogenous catecholamines i want to talk about epinephrine first and then i'm going to talk about Alpha-1 receptors agonists. Let's get started. Welcome all to this Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD, Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find, and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. So, let's talk epinephrine. Now, better, I want to start off in bullet points. First point, epinephrine strongly activates both alpha and beta receptors. Secondly, the action includes it's a potent vasoconstrictor. The rapid intravenous injection leads to greater rise in the systolic blood pressure as compared to the diastolic blood pressure and the pulse pressure also increases. Its cumulative consequence occurs in three steps that is firstly there is a direct stimulation of the heart and that is seen as a positive anotropic effect. Secondly it also shows of positive chronotropic effect and thirdly there's a vascular bed vasoconstriction especially the vasoconstriction occurs in the pre-capillary resistance vessels and also in the venules as we have already discussed about it a biphasic response is seen because of the greater sensitivity of the beta 2 receptors to epinephrine as compared to the alpha receptors and then the story if the blocker is used the vasomotor reversal of Dale also ensues next point talking about the different vascular bits what's the effect of epinephrine well cutaneous venules pre-capillary vessels the flow and the circulation at all these areas it is decreased Cerebral effects, they are much less pronounced. Renal vascular resistance is increased and blood flow is decreased. Venin secretion is also enhanced. The arterial, the venous and the pulmonary pressure all increase. If high doses of epinephrine they are injected, then edema ensues. The coronary arterial flow is also increased. Next important point. Epinephrine causes direct stimulation of the heart. The heart rate increases, the cardiac output it increases, the workload increases, oxygen consumption is increased and all over it all results in decreased cardiac efficiency. The refractory period at the atroventricular node is also decreased. 
Next important point. The smooth muscles in the gastrointestinal tract, they are relaxed. The intestinal tone is reduced. The stomach, it relaxes. Sphincters, they are contracted. Due to beta activation, detrusor muscles, they are relaxed. While the alpha agonist effect, it leads to the contraction of the trigone and the sphincter. Next important point. As far as the lung effects they are seen, epinephrine serves as a powerful bronchodilator. The mast cell secretion is hampered due to beta receptor effect. Next important point. Because epinephrine has a very poor passage through the blood-brain barrier, the central nervous system effects, they are almost negligible. Next important effect. What about the metabolic effects? The glucose and the lactic acid, they are increased. Insulin secretion is decreased due to alpha-2 receptor effect. But the beta-2 receptor effect, it increases the insulin secretion. If we compare both, then prominent is alpha-2 receptor effect. All in all, the insulin secretion is decreased. The alpha cells of the islets of the pancreas, they exhibit beta receptors. They are activated via the beta receptor effect and the glucagon secretion is increased. Next important point. Plasma volume is decreased. Hematocrit, it increases. The plasma protein, it increases. And due to the beta receptor effect, the amount of polymorphonuclear leukocytes is also increased. There is an all-over increase in the blood coagulation and fibrinolysis is also enhanced. Next important effect. Generally, it's seen that the glandular secretions, they are decreased. The sympathetic stimulation, it actually results in midriasis. And neuromuscular transmission is also enhanced. Next important point. Due to the beta receptor activation, there is increased potassium uptake in the cell. And that leads to fall in the plasma potassium concentration. Next important effect. If repeated doses they are given, the arterial walls they are destroyed. All in all, cardiac tissue necrosis occurs. Generally seen, pharmacokinetically, oral administration is ineffective because there is a very rapid metabolism and oxidation of the epinephrine in gut and liver. If there is intramuscular administration, it hastens the absorption of ep epinephrine. While intravenous administration, it works wonders in emergency situations. Metabolism of epinephrine is actually undergone 
via the enzymes catecholamine or methyltransferase and monoamine oxidase that is capital COMT and MAO. What happens if there is a toxicity? In the toxic doses, epinephrine leads to tremor, restlessness and headache. These are actually indirect cardiac effects. And sometimes it may also be seen as cerebral hemorrhage arrhythmias in heart. It's very good step to avoid the use of epinephrine in people who are already receiving beta antagonist doses. Why? Due to the unopposed alpha 1 action, there is an extreme rise in blood pressure and that may lead to cerebral hemorrhage. So all in all, we can sum up the uses of epinephrine generally in the hypersensitive states that is anaphylaxis. It also increases the local anesthetic action. The duration of action is enhanced. There is a decreased blood flow and decreased systemic absorption. In the situations of cardiac arrest, epinephrine helps to restore the cardiac rhythm it's used as a very powerful topical hemostatic agent and the inhalation forms or doses they are very effective in the situations of infectious croup and also after the intubation procedures this was all about the epinephrine account and i did it quite briefly rather in points because I've already discussed in details about a lot of many related concepts before. Now, I'm going to also cover today alpha adrenergic receptor agonists. And let's get started with this second important topic. The main side of action of the alpha receptor agonists is blood vessels. And you can also judge that the main observed effect is the raised peripheral resistance. So it's very, very obvious that the main use of these drugs is to cure the low blood pressure situations, especially like shock, etc. Let's come to the drugs without any delay. The first one is phenylephrine. And along with phenylephrine, we have a similar drug that is methoxamine. These are alpha-1 selective agonists. They are very effective vasoconstrictors, especially when they are administered parenterally. So this parenteral administration, when done via the arteries, it is a very powerful vasoconstrictor. And these drugs, that is phenylephrine and methoxamine, they form the main ingredient of a lot of eye solutions and nasal decongestants. But for your kind information, these drugs, that is phenylephrine and methoxamine, they are not much in use in United States nowadays. Coming on to the next two drugs, these are mephentermine and metaraminol. Now, their mechanism of action is a little different from the last two drugs. Mephentermine and metaraminol, they not only directly stimulate alpha receptors, rather these drugs, they also cause indirect release of noradrenaline. 
and by doing so they are the drug of choice for the states of low blood pressure especially when the low blood pressure situations they arise along with paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia very famously abbreviated as capital PSVT so these drugs that is mefentermine and metaraminol they are very effective and they afford considerable relief in these hypotensive states let's get to know about the next drug that is mitodrine mitodrine or midodrine whatever you call it it's basically a pro drug and when administered it converts into an active desglymidodrine its half life is around 3 hours and the action lasts for 4 to 6 hours what is the mechanism it contracts the smooth muscles of the arteries and veins the vasoconstriction is mediated and it leads to hypertension now the most prominent side effect to account for for mitodrine drug is supine hypertension how to go and prevent about this side effect so it's a good practice to avoid the drug administration in upright state especially around the sleeping hours so that was a little brief account of some of the drugs and i will be continuing my talk it's not yet over it will be continued in the next episode but for the time being it's the right time to give a quick melodious and positive start to the new year with few lines of a melody from Brian Adams i have these few lyrics in french and english a new bow moon a new will we not the corpse but the rhythm della prairie a new bonjour the new will joie Jonathan de Cotua Mavola So it starts for It's a new world it's a new start it's alive with the beating of the young hearts it's a new day it's a new plan I've been waiting for you Here I am So these were quite very apt words to start off this new year. I hope you carry the positivity and the basic crux of these lyrics throughout the year and maintain the freshness and the newness till the atom lasts. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, you visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com. Where you can also subscribe for a monthly e-newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about medical sciences, drug information updates, and my podcast updates. Also, you can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is pharmacology difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do subscribe and follow whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcast. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay alert. Thank you.